0: Here we are, hardly failing,
1: with the Loch Nuts. Episode 18, Who is our favorite child?
0: Do we have a favorite child? I know that sounds crazy. Like, who would think that and who would say that? But I'm sure people think it, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, when we're doing our talking between you and me and, and the microphone here... There's one child that never gets brought up.
0: <laughs> Poor Luke Goblin. Luke Goblin. <laughs> Love that kid. That doesn't mean
1: that he's not our favorite. It doesn't mean that he's is our favorite. It just means that he we don't talk about him that much. Yeah. He, like we you, you mentioned all the time, he's just so easygoing. Yeah. That there isn't much that he ruffles his feathers. He's not really the one that causes any problems. He really doesn't take many sides when it comes to stuff. He just he's like water. He just flows. Yeah. That's
0: pretty much it. No, actually, our kids always joke around with us, and they're always like, oh, you have a favorite kid. And they've, I think, come to the conclusion that they think Little Locke is my favorite. Which they actually made a very good argument for. They did. I'm not saying I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they ever came to a conclusion with you. They Um. liked a... like rile you up, yes, and say do. something. Yeah,
1: they like to say my absolute oldest child is <laughs> yeah. my favorite, and yeah. that agitates me.
0: Yes, and it agitates you.
1: <laughs> but and it's not
0: nice to them, but that's what they do. <laughs>
1: but it, it's
0: it is kind of funny.
1: It, it made us kind of think. You remember, and I remember us growing up and the the thoughts that we had. We I kind of wonder, you know, do every does everybody think that the other child is their favorite? Or yeah. The other child is their mom and dad's favorite or anything like that. I know you have distinct opinions that you were not the favorite. Oh, no, your I was ev- not. Your evidence is very clear. Yes. On my side. I, I was
0: f- born the wrong sex. So let's just face it. I yes. should have been a boy. <laughs>
1: yes. If you would have been a boy, you would have been loved. But yeah. because you weren't a boy, you weren't loved at all. No,
0: but my sister loves me, so. Yes. <laughs> And for me,
1: on my side, it's it's, it's a little bit different. It's yeah. my brother and I. I think there were different points in the relationship where the focus was on me and not so much on my brother. And then other points, there was more focus on my brother and not me. And as we've become adults, I think it's, it's kind of still remained that Same way, thing. where there's focus on one child over the other. So to be able to say which one's the favorite, I couldn't tell you one hundred percent. There's obviously evidence in every which way, right. but it makes it it makes it hard.
0: I think also with your family, your parents are more along the lines of the kind of people where okay, my kids are eighteen, I'm done, I'm not raising, I'm not, you know. Yeah, they're not
1: kids anymore. Right. They're, not, they're not our kids anymore. Right. And by name, yes, but Right. Not So not your kids. situation,
0: like you said, is a little different. But I think the conclusion that I think I've kind of come to is each of our children need us at different times.
1: Yes. And that's and, kind of the way I look at it, And
0: too. so sometimes, yeah, we give more attention to one of our children than the others.
1: Yeah. Like uh, when they go and they give you a hard time about Little Lock being your favorite. They do. Which, like I said, they have good points. Yes. Little Lock helps you with everything. She, You take her to the store. You'll yes. get her things. Yeah. You'll go ahead and cook with her, and she'll want to cook with you. You do a lot of stuff with her. But that's because she wants to be involved. Right. Now, whether that makes her your favorite or not, that doesn't matter. And she also goes
0: through periods of being super clingy to us. Yes. And that's partially, I think, also why it looks kind of like we favor her. And that's just because, like I said, she gets super clingy. Yeah.
1: And then you have Luke Goblin, who, like we just said, is like the the water. And then you have uh, Nacho, who's older, and he just doesn't need our help. He doesn't need us there. So... It's, it's one of those things where the boys, they really don't need us. They really just kind of, all right, you're there. And Little Locke is the one that actually spends a lot of time with you. Little Locke actually spends a lot
0: of time with me, too. Yeah. Like I said, she's just more of a clingy child, and so it just kind of seems that way. But I think we do try to, when our kids need us for whatever issue or problem or time, we do dedicate ourselves to that child. And like I said, it could come off as maybe we're favoring a child at that time, but really... Our child just needs us at that moment. Oh,
1: heck yeah. Like, uh, I I explained it to the kids. When it comes to me, each one of them is my favorite for different things. Right. Like, when it comes to Little Lock, I need a helping set of hands to go ahead and do something. Or I just need a hug or someone to talk to. She's definitely the one.
0: She is definitely the most motherly like she has that yes that's instinct, a perfect, I guess.
1: perfect way to describe it very motherly aspect to her yes uh you take a look at Luke goblin he he's,
0: is funny he's
1: perfect for when you just need a little comic relief and yeah. i absolutely love spending time with him when he's just being a goofball or when he's really really passionate about it something yeah. usually it's a video game but when he's passionate about it he will talk your ear off and it's just Sometimes it gets to be a little much. Like, all right, Bud, give me a second. I, I, I don't, I don't care at this moment. But give me three seconds, yeah. I might.
0: You get, you get the you in your face because you talk so much, and it's kind of like, oh, he can talk a lot too. When, yes. like you said, he's passionate about something, and it, it,
1: it's super, super neat for that because then he'll, he'll, you can get him to do anything with you. He doesn't matter. You want, you want him to go climb Mount Everest? He will climb Mount Everest with you. and Just walk <laughs> along with you if he's talking about the thing that he's passionate for. And I, yeah. I'd have to say. When it comes to that raw passion, he's my absolute favorite because that he goes also, ahead and like just said, comic just does relief.
0: It. Anytime we go on a walk where you and him ran, and he, he has to always tell the story where you made him throw up because <laughs> you made him run. <laughs> oh, yeah. every time and it's so funny because the spot changes not by like a lot; it's like in the same general area, yeah. but it's just so funny. He's like, right there, that's where Dad made me throw up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's the funny part, what I've understood about those conversations you guys have had, you'll just be walking, yeah. talking about something else. And then all of a sudden he'll change subject instantly, tell you that that's where he threw up and then come right back to whatever <laughs> yep. conversation. Like, oh, this is a little <laughs> side note back to this main yeah, story. I got
0: to make sure we know that that's what you did to him.
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and then and then when it comes to Nacho, I mean, Nacho. Total,
0: a total protector.
1: Yes. I, I, he's my absolute favorite when it comes to dealing with somebody a lot like me a lot somebody that understands a lot of things like me who will also give me a hard time yes. <laughs> with, with, with me being with me being a guy and the way guys communicate you give a guy a hard time they give it right back he is very much like that where he is very willing to just i'm gonna get you back yeah, oh that was at, a
0: good one yeah that was a
1: good one here's another good yeah. one for you
0: he's good at the jokiness yeah. so it is it, really really
1: neat because all of them i have this favorite aspect of there are different things different times in our lives that i find each one of them to be my absolute favorite or for certain tasks like little lock when it comes to having to do something for an extended period of time i don't want to do anything with her <laughs> i just don't she yeah, doesn't she... want to do it she she'll she'll be a good trooper for about an hour maybe yeah. two and then after that it's like i'm done
0: yeah i'm, I'm giving
1: i'm giving you my warning i'm going to turn South very quick <laughs> so when it comes to your favorite and things like that for me it really depends on the situation
0: yes each kid is definitely their own person and they are good for certain things in certain situations and we just try to i think welcome those things that oh you're really good at this so you do this mm-hmm. or if we see
1: i guess one of the other things we do is or if we see that you know, maybe one is really excelled at doing this one thing. We kind of maybe go to one of the other ones into trying to not necessarily be like their sibling, but no. to go ahead and improve on that aspect. Maybe their sibling—they know they know that their sibling is really really good at something, so they don't even
0: try. And we're like, no,
1: yeah. well maybe.
0: Maybe let's go ahead and let's work on this. Like with Luke Goblin and his grilled cheese machine. Yes, his machine, yes. You know, he was making all those grilled cheese, and then all of a sudden Nacho's like, well, I want to try, and he makes them on the stove. Yeah. And it's just taking that, I guess, their need to compete a little bit and kind of like, oh, hey, who can do it better? (laughs) Helping
1: helping them grow in a healthy way, as opposed to, if you don't do this, you're garbage. You know, right. really laying into that You need to do this because look, look what your look what your look what your brother's doing. You're much older than your brother. Get your butt up there. You make right. grilled cheese now. Do right. it better on the stove, and you do it. No, we don't do that. No, it's more or less. Oh, okay. Well, you see yeah, what's one going day, on here. One day
0: Luke Goblin was doing it, and Nacho's like, "Hey, I, I want to try it on the stove." I'm like, "Okay," but they always get it confused that the butter is supposed to be on the outside of the sandwich and not on the inside.
1: Well, it doesn't hurt to add more butter no. everywhere. <laughs> well, it's not good for
0: you, but I have to correct them on that every time. But Little Locke, she loves to make eggs. That's yes. her thing.
1: Yeah, she'll make eggs. There was uh, a couple days over the last couple weeks where she's like, Dad, you look like you're not doing really good. You look like you're sad. Would you like me to make you an egg? <laughs> like, that's going to make the world better. Like, you know, I really don't want an egg, but yes. Could you please make me an egg it a <laughs> And I, and I I strictly did it to help make her feel better. And by going ahead and saying, yeah, I, I want, make me the egg. Because I know right. it, I know it's going to make you feel better. In turn, it made me feel good because well, right. I, the was, thing is, I was helping her.
0: They're reading, uh, obviously, whatever vibe you're giving off. And obviously it yes. wasn't a good vibe. And so we have, t- I think, taught our children very well that, you know, when somebody's upset or somebody's sad or somebody's that, that you respond in a way that's helpful. And that's her way of trying to be helpful. And, like I said, maybe an egg doesn't make the world better, but she was trying to be helpful, is what it was coming off as, and that's where you know you and I have really raised them to read into people's feelings because people matter.
1: Exactly, and and I think it's it, it's very neat because seeing those those little developments, those little niches that they go ahead and do, it it really helps us feel like, gosh, you know, they really are taking after some of the stuff we've said they really are growing up as opposed to probably the previous five minutes of why did we have them <laughs> what is going on we do have a lot of those Where did list. this come from yes and then they have these moments of just like that where they just oh, ah yeah. i can't say anything else other than just awe. Oh. right you're stuck there looking at the situation thinking my gosh this is absolutely amazing. You completely forget about everything else that's negative and all that jazz. Like that day that she wanted to make me the eggs or the couple days she wanted to make me the eggs. <laughs> it it made me realize that she just she wants to help as many times as we've helped her. Right. She just wants to return the favor. And that's absolutely amazing.
0: Yes. It's, it's kind of cool to see them be able to read us and know, OK, they're upset about something. They may not know what it is. They may not understand or whatever, but they do realize that there's something wrong and exactly. they want to try to fix it.
1: And, and it's kind of unfortunate, you know, as being parents, you know, letting the kids know that you really are feeling something that's bothering you and things like that. But it is it is we're all human. You know, we can't shield the kids from the way the world is. We can't shield them from harm and misfortune. The only thing that we can do is just try and teach them. Like you said, the little keys, the nuances that they can pick up on when somebody's not feeling well or somebody's right. feeling down, almost like with Rosie the farm dog. After I had uh, the surgery on the appendix, yeah. Rosie the farm dog was very young at that time, yeah. and she was very rambunctious. I came home from after having my my appendix go bad <laughs> on on Easter. That was a Love lot to of tell fun. that
0: story sometimes, and
1: she was calm. She yeah. sat down right next to me. She had that sixth sense. Here's a dog. And we all know dogs are, are pretty good for that, having that sense of what's going on. We mm-hmm. we use them. We use dogs for all sorts of things. A lot of it having to do with that. And uh, here here we have Little Lock picking up on that. Right. Nacho does it to a certain degree, but when he sees it, he reacts with emotion. I would have to say.
0: Yes, he's a very emotional child. He's kind of always been that way. More like but he's always been able to really read people. Like yes. there were just some people he just wasn't comfortable with as a baby, yeah. and there's probably very good reason for it. Yes, you know. So I mean, he's always kind of been that way. But use it this way: if you're feeling sad. He's by far more he, he, protective of me yeah, than he is you, he'll go
1: ahead and he'll be edgy and mean to other people when he sees that you're feeling sad. Yes. Versus kind of like Little Lock, who will try and help you.
0: Right. Mom, his, do you want I, me like to I rub said, your his, feet? His Mom, comes you want off me to go of, ahead and help right. you? Yeah, his comes off of, he just is protective of me. Very, very, very protective. And I think that has to do with a lot of time he and I spent together. And so for him, his way of fixing it or making it better is pushing people away from me to keep me like somebody playing defense right and that's his way of going about it
1: which there's nothing wrong with that we just got to teach him eventually at some point that okay the the, the teaching him defense you know him him playing defense all the time that's not necessarily the only way to go about handling it sometimes it's you need to talk to that person show that person compassion show a little bit extra love instead of showing that you're overly protective of absolutely everything.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, When he was younger, he was super emotional and you'd get upset and cry about a lot of things. And that's just kind of changed into being protective now.
1: Yeah. I mean, if anybody knows anything about online gaming, it can be more than toxic with mm-hmm. people trash talking and doing stuff like that. Um, Nacho had played a game that really wasn't overly dangerous or gory or anything Mm-mm. like that, just a game to play online. And some people were telling him that he was bad and worthless and stuff like that because he made a mistake while playing it. He couldn't play games for, I'd say, at least a week.
0: Yeah, he was really Because up about he was that.
1: absolutely devastated that somebody would somebody, say that
0: to him. Right, because we don't talk to our children like that. Um, I just. I don't understand why people feel the need to call people names. It's unnecessary. And you you never know who you're saying it to. You don't know what they're going through or what they've been through. And you don't know what could trigger a person. And I just don't see the need for it. But he was pretty tore up about it.
1: Yeah, he was. He was. And I I tried talking to him and explaining, you know, sometimes people, they're jerks. There's nothing you can do. I mean, he was was hurt. Yeah. There's nothing I could do to fix that hurt other than just kind of explain to him that...
0: Some people say things that aren't very nice.
1: Exactly. Some things are out of your control. Yep. There's nothing you can do about it. Yep. And we kind of slowly worked back into it, and he started playing games again and stuff like that, but he was very, very leery.
0: And then the other day, I don't know if he told you, but he told me he got banned from a a gaming, like, it was like a, you know, when they were in a thing, like for the GTA or whatever. Oh, like a lobby? Yeah, a lobby for a game, but it wasn't GTA and he got banned because he called somebody a jerk because he thought his mic was on mute.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) Oh, well. That happens. Yeah,
0: he had to come and tell me because he thought it was freaking hilarious. I'm like, he's like, i on mute. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess you weren't.
1: That, that's funny. That That's good that he's gone from that point where he was emotionally destroyed yeah. to somebody who's very, very tough. And that's where we're talking about with you know, we see some of the kids Little Lock, very tough cookie. Very, very tough cookie. And us going ahead maybe pointing out that well, Little Lock. You want us to send Little Lock up there to go ahead and like help you out with this maybe little lock or or even him seeing that little lock was able to handle these type of situations maybe a little bit more emotionally because she's a female but her being able to go ahead toe to toe to anybody you don't mess with her
0: yeah seeing
1: that to maybe feeding off of that a little bit
0: i know this because when my sister was here this week i know i really realized and noticed how much little lock is a lot like my sister oh yeah oh my god them two are two piece of pod Little Lock was asking my sister what her favorite candy was. And I was like, you know, it's got to be something. Yeah. When my sister said that she loved cotton candy and that's Little Lock's favorite, I was like, oh, my God, I can't
1: even with these two. There's, there's <laughs> the cherry on top right there.
0: <laughs> they are so alike sometimes. And it's just so crazy because she does. She reminds me a lot of my sister. Yes. And my sister's got a lot of fight in her. And that's kind of how Little Lock is. Really tough and really puts up that fight. And you're kind of like, wow, those two are way too similar oh
1: heck yeah heck yeah <laughs> i mean we've always they've always gotten along really well they've always been able to go ahead and do stuff like that mm-hmm. and they just they just like they almost have an unwritten language kind of like you and i do they just yes. kind of have that unwritten language yes. they just understand each other yep. pretty well they don't tolerate crap no from anyone no. and they don't tolerate crap from each other no it's more or less i said this so this is what we're going to do and it's not always your sister being the one saying no. this it's sometimes it's little Lock yes. saying this is how we're going to do it. And your sister's like, all
0: right, yep. let's do it. Yep. It was funny because, like I said, they were like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And they're talking about their favorite movies and favorite princesses. And I'm like, oh, my God, you two are just
1: hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh,
1: which brings us back
0: to just Luke Goblin. Yeah. I, I From what I understand, he seems like he's kind of like your brother was as a child. Kind of that goofy
1: willing to do silly things right. sort of stuff yes my brother was he was definitely one of those kids that was willing to do these, these silly silly things uh, my brother would go ahead and he'd cut holes in the middle of his shirt and my folks would be like why'd you got a hole in your shirt well I can't see my belly button otherwise <laughs> my brother would go ahead and he would dress up uh, I think there was this one time we were having family over whatever it was and he dressed up as Abraham Lincoln and came downstairs it was a lot of fun you alienated my folks. My folks were just horrified by it, but it's like, <laughs> come on, don't do that. Don't, don't squash that. He's, he's come out as Santa Claus before dressed up and saying, ho, 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 what would you like little boy to this guy that was probably 60 years old? It was hilarious. <laughs> and my brother at the time, I think maybe had been somewhere between six and eight, somewhere in there, yeah. maybe a little bit younger than that. But here he is. He just had this great attitude and that's a lot like luke goblin yep. he, he he is very much like that he's the kid that walks up uh, we would take him to wrestling practice mm-hmm. and he just walk up just all right it's time to go walk around give hugs to like three random people every time and then shuffle on off and it yeah. was great because everybody loved having him there yeah for that aspect because he was always so darn happy he was always willing to say hey how you you hopefully you have a good night drive yeah. safe and it was just absolutely great
0: when we were taking rosie the farm dog out for a walk today He's actually there's somebody walking down the road and he's like, Howdy, and he's like, Have a great day, and I'm like, This is so embarrassing. <laughs> Howdy. Well
1: that's nice of him.
0: Yeah. I'm he's like, friendly. I'm like, oh man, he's just talking to everybody. That's just how he is. Yep. He looks to make people feel good. He likes to hold doors open for people when we go to stores and that's just kinda how he is. Yep,
1: that's exactly it. He really wants to help other people. He wants to have other everyone else feel good.
0: But let's be straight, that kid can't walk to save his soul. Oh, he trips over God. air. <laughs> oh my gosh but you put him on a scooter or a bike
1: it's like a wizard yeah
0: (laughs) it's like a wizard
1: i would be sitting there watching i'm like what did you just do i don't know well can you do it again i don't know (laughs) and he goes ahead and does it again i'm like how did you not fall down i don't know (laughs) there's a lot of stuff we
0: don't know here we got to figure this out because you can't walk (laughs) he can't he just trips over the air i swear oh man roller skating. Yeah. That's he he's still working on still that. Still working
1: on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's a little wobbly legged for him.
1: But ultimately what it comes down to is we have three great three three Ooh. great kids. Yes. And
0: they all need us at different times. They
1: all need us at different times. They all bring something different to the table. We both feel like there are different things they need to work on at different times yes. to they all str- gave us stress. They all give us stress. <laughs> they all have started giving us a hard time. Yeah. But asked to pin it down. Well, Malak, which one's your favorite?
0: <laughs> I don't have a favorite. I'm telling you.
1: You know what my favorite one is? All of them. You.
0: Oh, Aww. I think you did there. I know. That was great. Well, I great. have to be your favorite. Yes.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it... it, it I... The kids may have a different answer. Maybe someday we'll get them on here to answer for us what they think. But when it comes to you and when it comes to me, I don't have a favorite.
0: No, I, I think I, honestly, I love all of them. at this stage with our kids, honestly, we need them more than they need us. Oh, yeah. So I think there isn't a favorite because we really need them more than they need us. Oh,
1: heck yeah. Which, which is need, weird. <laughs> we need them for their emotional support, their comedic timing, the 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 helping us feel good about ourselves yes because we get to see the great things that they're starting to do the ambitions that they're starting to show and it it helps us feel good about the fact that we we at least believe we're doing a good job
0: right it gives us a pat on the back basically saying hey you did a good job you've raised your children well you all the time that we've spent you know trying to make them good people is working
1: yeah, and having them around helps us make us at least feel like we're young.
0: <laughs> now it feels me makes me feel old cuz keeping up old? with them is <laughs> oh
1: boy. Well, that may be true. But yeah. you know it, it is it is great to have them. It was a it was just uh, You
0: just love them to pieces. Yeah. It'll be strange when they're not here.
1: Oh. I don't want... It. We'll have to get another dog. <laughs>
0: no, we will not. We'll have to.
1: We'll be lonely.
0: No. We're just going to go out and do stuff all the time. Yes. Now nah, our kids will probably need us. Dad, come fix my toilet. It's broke.
1: Like, we can go to the park. Not picking
0: up that phone.
1: We can go to the park and watch the grass grow. That'll be fun. Or you know what? Maybe... Maybe by that point, this podcast will have gone nationwide, and right. we're big, fancy stars, we'll and our kids, will, world, our kids right? will still want us, or yeah, we'll have to go on <laughs> speaking there tours. There you go,
0: right? Or, Make us worldwide. There you go,
1: guys. That's your goal. Or at a very minimum, we'll have something like this that you and I can do together. Maybe it's going to be this podcast. Maybe it'll be something else. But we'll be looking forward to figuring out what that thing is that we get to do together.
0: Get to figure out who we are without being full-time parents because like i said there was we've a, never had that there was
1: a brief window no no there wasn't no there wasn't a brief window no it'll be weird hopefully you're not a stranger i've been
0: hopefully ta- i still love you oh, man. <laughs> i may not like you as much if nacho isn't here to make fun of you
1: I'm sure you can call them up and say, hey, throw an insult to dad at my... I just need it. I need a dad joke. Come on, you got it in right? you. And, you know, that is the cool thing. You know, we do have them, like we keep saying, we have them for all these different things. We have the the kids for uh, the comic relief for all this stuff. And like you said, it helps build this up. And yep. it's it's great to kind of see the the full circle come where they couldn't hold their heads up. We had to hold their heads up to the point where... We really are relying on them to keep us whole and sane through the the trials that we go through every day. Yeah, just the general beatings that we take, and we we look to them for the strength that yeah. we need to move on every day, and and to be able to look at these bad situations that crop up, and you know it it might not be so bad. It might not be so bad.
0: Yeah, it might not. You never know. Exactly. And from our house to yours.
1: Thanks for stopping by.